So we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And with us tonight is... Oh, he doesn't have his soundboard no. set up. Uh, oh, uh, my gosh. Do you uh, have a... I don't even know what it says. Well, that was a good start. That was close. In case you haven't noticed, that is TJC. TJC is with us tonight. And also, we are blessed with the prodigy. Ba -ba -ba. Gotten you that good sarsaparilla? Yeah. There it is. Of course is. we do. Always. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to be back, guys. Yeah. So happy to have you. Also, uh, we have kind of sitting around and just keeping us on track is uh, is Alex. Podcast adjacent. Yeah. He, yeah. Is, he is a celebrity in our podcast. So all sorry Alex's will be in uh, So, yeah, in very, live. very direct. They'll be direct, <laughs> direct. directly to him. So we're going to... With eye contact. Exactly. <laughs> we, we've already gotten a glare before we started. So yeah. we, we know what's coming. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, tonight we're going to talk about friendship. And kind of all aspects of friendship, anything and everything that, that occurs to us. You know, and all of us have, have dealt with, you know, having really great friends, losing really great friends. You know, it just, it, it starts off when you're young, you know, and it's the neighborhood kids that you play with. Yep. And hopefully you're surrounded with some, right. you know, some neat people. The neighbors. That's a good point. People say you're stuck with your family, but you pick your friends. That's actually not true. You're stuck with your friends too, because yeah. they're just whoever happens to live next to you, whoever you can exactly interact with. Yeah, in the in your vague rate age range, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, and that's funny too, because in the neighborhood, you may have a kid that's two or three years older than you are. Yeah, you know, but you still, you know, you hang out with them because they're the closest, and they have firecrackers. Yeah, yeah. Well, they always do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was me as a little kid <laughs> with all my friends. Yeah. You had the firecrackers. Oh yeah, nice. Nice. So. You know, for me, growing up in, in Newport, well, actually, I could go back before that. In, in Portland, uh, I had some pretty mean neighbors. was not treated well. So would you would you have called any of them friends? No, not really. I mean, at the, the kid next door, uh, I got a brand new bike. Uh, he was several years older than me, and, you know, he wanted to ride it. Yeah. He got a brand new bike. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm on the handlebars, <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, he's pedaling it down the street. And thought it would be funny. What if I slam on the brakes? Yeah. There's no seatbelts on the handlebars. That they didn't make them that year? There isn't on the main seat part either. Right. That's a good point. But on the main seat part, you are you have the brakes. Oh, so good So you kind of know yeah. when the stopping is going to happen. Even have contact with pedals. And uh, so, yeah, I slammed on the brakes and I went flying and, you know, a broken collarbone later. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good neighbors. Good, like friends. good friend. Good friend, yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. So you're stuck with these people and you, you try to befriend them, I think, but you, you know, sometimes you're don't have the best of luck. Yeah. And then other times, you know, with, with you guys, you know, with the place we lived in Tempe, I mean, there were so many kids within a two block radius. Of course, you know, we're a block away from the middle school and the elementary school. Right. right. So there's a lot of kids living around that area. Yeah. It, that, that neighborhood's classic suburbia fam, young families or yeah. was then. Yeah, and it definitely was, uh, you know, being that that main kid kind of growing up, getting to know neighborhood kids. Um, it's very interesting to see, like, my parents become best friends with just my best friend's parents. Right. And that, that interaction, kind of that bringing people together. And that's always been one of my favorite things about the aspect of of friends and friendships. Well, that doesn't just happen all the time. I mean, that's like well, to, to have that connection. Totally. It, it can because, I mean, it, you know, you were raised a certain way. And obviously, if you have a connection with Ian, then probably, you know, the way you were raised and your parents have some sort of 
connection or could he have a connection with his that's deep yeah Yeah, i like that that that, that definitely makes sense it's definitely something that occurred you know when you talk about ian and i and then you know steve J and my mom with the caspers you know john diane yeah that's definitely a big part of it but when you when you when you have a really really cool friend and then you have another really really cool friend and they don't know each other that's something that really excites me like, yeah. that is definitely my favorite part about friends and like starting out young, it's hard to, I don't know. I I like struggled with that idea. Like birthday parties were really stressful in my mind because I never felt like I had besides Ian, like Ian was my crew it was just him and I, like that was the crew and all of these other like clicks of people throughout the neighborhoods and throughout, you know, the schools, you know, on through high school. I never had like that one solidified group. It was just like pits and pieces of other groups that are, I was really good friends with. So I remember like being in elementary school, trying to plan out who I'm going to invite to a birthday party and not knowing like, Oh, they're going to get along. Oh yeah. They're not going to get to go. So I can't invite this person, but then I can't invite, or if I invite this person, I have to invite these people. I think that was more for me in like high school. I started caring about that kind of stuff or just people were, totally different personalities just being younger it was just how many people could i invite over to my birthday party Mm -hmm. you know i think it was just like such a loose term of friends you know it was like best friends but also like acquaintances i was like oh they're my friend too yeah Yeah. well that's always been an interesting thing for me there's there's the people that have you know they kind of categorize their friends their their best friend and they're totally loyal to them and if you go and do something with somebody else especially in high school middle school those years you've betrayed your best friend Yeah, because right. Friday night you were with someone else. Right. You know, how could you do that? You could to only me? have one best friend. Right. And then there are people that just have friends everywhere. You didn't ever experience that though, right? What friends everywhere? No, no, no. never did. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. No, no. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the best friend with the jealous best friend. You never had that. Did you? I don't, I think no. as Pat, yeah. Pat wasn't really, really jealous at the so risk no. of sounding sexist. That's more of a girl thing. Well, there's no risk there. That's just sexist. So, <laughs> all right. At the, at the Got the nail on the risk, there. risk taken and, and accepted. Yeah, I guess um, at the certain. No, I, I, sexist. you know, I've just it, that's more of a it's something I've I've witnessed, not something I've experienced. Yeah, but with girls, you've witnessed it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going there, man. You're not sucking me into this one. Right. You're on your own out there. It's just real talk. <laughs> but. You know, uh, but that's always been interesting to me. You know, the people that can kind of flutter around and it seems like they're friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, the people that are, you know, with me personally, I always took friendship. I valued it a lot. So because of that, you know, I didn't just, you know, be friends with everybody. No. At least that's what I told myself. So, so did you put up a wall? <laughs> So you just weren't friendly with the certain, like no, as you were I walking just, through the hallway in your high school, like you just wouldn't look at certain people and say hi, like. Well, no, but see my high school, I, I was in a small high school and yeah. I knew every single person in that school by their first name. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Probably but, knew all their middle names. But there names. was, you know, again. <laughs> Probably even their last names, who knows? <laughs> no, I had no idea their last names. <laughs> it's getting out of hand in a hurry. Um, not quite sure what you expected. But. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, the you know the whole thing was you know there were cliques like you talked mm-hmm. about, right? You know, so you had the you know the jocks and the socias and the this and the that. I had friends in all those different cliques, just every single one of them. Yeah, I had yeah. someone I could go up to and just be like, "Hey, what's up, homie?" 
Yeah. That's what everybody says. No, but it was true. But it's true. <laughs> well, I had people I could talk to, but again, I, you know, friendship to me was different. Yeah. Yes. From I, early on. I totally agree. And on, on that exact note, like I say we take this, like just blow by school, you know, because the, the number one thing like about friends in, in any type of school in the end of my mind and like any end of that thought process is I was so excited to never see a lot of those people ever again. Honestly, because there's just so, you're, you're, you have these forced uh, relationships with people that you're just around by experience, and you know they're not thinking the same way that you are. But you get outside of school, the other environment that you create all these friends in work exactly, and it's yeah, and, yeah, and that's where that's where main parts have been for me. And then you know you get these random relationships that you meet somebody at a concert or. You're at a bar and you strike up a conversation. All of a sudden you have a friend or maybe even like for Adam and I, you know, definitely our generation, not so much even Gen X and definitely not you. Um, but that's pointing at me, by the way, the baby boomer, <laughs> baby boomer. Yeah. Um, Once again, podcast, not video. Um, it, it having like developing a friendship and having a friend like through the Internet that you've never met, whether it be like online gaming or just any other like access through the internet. And that's a very common thing. A previous feature on the podcast, Dr. Bob, you know, Bobby uh, has developed really great friendships of people that he met a decade ago through Mm -hmm. online gaming and like takes trips to go and actually meet them uh, and, and, and hang out. I just think it's really interesting. These different ways that we can find friends. Well, yeah, I mean, people get married that way now. Yeah, yeah, that's how. Yeah. yeah, that's that has a huge presence. Didn't our sister? Didn't that happen with, with Ka- that Carrie? Ca- Carrie, Carrie was online dating. Ian was online dating. Yeah, Carrie was an early adopter. She was like, I remember, like, really? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. People do that. <laughs> yeah, look how that worked out. Yeah, <laughs> found an ace in the hole. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah, uh, like, I've what about never, like, work, I've like, never work, done work that. friends. I've never gone to your point real quick about the internet. I've never had. I don't. I don't think. I've developed any kind of a relationship with somebody anonymously or not anonymously, but uh, mm-hmm. remotely over the internet without meeting them face to face. Like well, I'm yeah. friendly with some people who I've yeah. never met uh, that are kind of friends of friends on social media or whatever, but not, you know, like my social media friends are people that I've met. Mm-hmm. I think for almost like 99%. You know, I've, you know, we're talking about, and we'll talk about work friends in a second. Sorry, I don't mean to change subjects. No, no, you're good. Like, Let's you know, it when it comes to like the, Slowly. even like school, you know, it's, those are circumstantial friendships almost like you're, you're, you're friends with them because you see them every day because they're in your lives because, you know, it's like, but it, it, you truly, I think, find, um, yourself wondering like, who are your true friends? And it, it's a lot to be spoken for when the people that are getting a hold of you that, you know, are outside of those environments. You know, or like you know, when they're not, when you're not in school, are those friends thinking about you outside of school? And that's when I think friendship is, you know, taken to another level. That's you know, you might mm-hmm. think of those as your your better friends. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. You know, and those are the those are the ones that will last past school, past work. You know, past whatever you do. If you leave that job, they're still going to be talking to you and thinking about you, even though they don't see you at that job anymore. Yeah, no, that I think that's that's totally true. It, it makes me think that. All of, a lot of my closest friends that I have now, I've most likely either met through work or through some sort kind of like maybe college or maybe maybe a high school right. um, or an event or, or something. an event. But like that's, it met them, and you got the opportunity to de- 
to have a friendship through there, but the friendship in no way was developed in those instances. Right. You know, it makes me like my buddy Justin, like I did not become best friends with Justin or, you know, grow to love him as a person because of our relationship at work. Like right. not, not at all, exactly. but work, you know, is where, where we found it or, you know, same thing could be for school. It's totally. And there's well, thinking that, about him when I'm not there. That's the point of introduction, you know, is work. And Ooh. like, you know, we, we started POI. off. I like that. We started off with school, you know, because that's the, that's who you're around, you know, and then as you progress, the interesting thing for me though, is you look at, at some of those friendships, you know, some of those high school friendships continue on mm -hmm. and, but most don't, right? you yeah. know, and it, I think it depends on, on the individuals, obviously, yeah. you know, that's the, the, the end of the night. That's what we're going to come down with is, is it's individual based. It's, it's not any formula that. Mm you know, that you can, uh, that you can say, okay, here's how to create a friend and a lasting friend. You know, the thing with, with some of the relationships lasting is that, you know, if it doesn't, you know, that's okay. You know, the situation changes sure, and the friendships will continue beyond where you are. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to have that close proximity you're talking about. Yeah. You know, that's when you find out that you've got a friend because I've had friends, you know, once again, my best friend's from college, you know, I ended up losing them because they had a significant other that decided I was a bad influence. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Why, why they would think that about it you. It makes total sense. Go ahead. Trust no. me. It's Continue. a theme of my life it's that I don't understand because I, but well, we'll explain it to you yeah, on a different that's podcast. Good. Yeah. That's good. Cause we really need that. Maybe an intervention. <laughs> yeah. That, like that's that. actually a really right. good topic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What's wrong with Steve? What's, What's wrong with Steve? Steve? Yeah. Boy, it's a whole new podcast. We only have, we only have, I think the most, Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a bazinga. Oh, <laughs> no, I like that. You know, we'll have to get a different web page for that. Yeah, but, what's uh, wrong with Steve? What's wrong com? with Steve? <laughs> oh, geez. Memorabilia to come later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be t-shirts and mugs. I'm and definitely going to need a hat. I need pads. The I, whole thing. On the, I need another whiskey. And it's not a question mark. You know no, I mean? no, it's, no. It's not weather. It's what? Yeah. It's not what's wrong with Steve. It's what's wrong with Steve. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's a period at the end of that sentence. So right. it's <laughs> what are what would you say? Oh, we really strong that. What joke would you guys yeah, say are you. like some characteristics of um, of a friendship that? Well, a guy that gets up quietly it. from the podcast and gets you a drink is one would would make it like a lo one. long lasting relationship. This is something that you're like, it, like a long lasting relationship has this. Well, you know, I don't know that you can quantify it that way. You know. I, I think, think that I, mean, I think you have some, to, I think you have a commitment, to have a commitment, a commitment yeah. from both people. Yeah, there's a the, the sort of the generic answers, right? Yeah, yeah. But one of the things, you know, Alex, I want to ask you. Okay, at this point, what do you think is the qualities that you want in a friend? Well, for one, I want them to be nice. <laughs> right, that's very good. Simple. I like it. Is it Unlike the people around me in this podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> I also think it's easier to make a friend when you like the same stuff and have the same hobbies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a very good point. That's have that's some very things important. in common. Yep, common Definitely. ground. I like that too. Stuff to talk about right, at Zach, that point. You're out. Alex is in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the drink, buddy. Okay, so now you have some friends that you do things with away from the hockey but that you met on on the hockey team, right? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I have 
Oscar, Mateo, and Archie, who be met at co-op. Shout out, okay. Oscar, Mateo, and Archie. Yeah, the oh, home, yeah. homeschool co-op, yeah. Which is which is pretty cool to, you know, I mean, you're homeschooled, so it's not the traditional going to a school with, you know, hundreds of kids. Yeah. You know, you get to go and you have a select kind of group. How many people would you say when you guys get together with your, your homeschool group, how many kids are there there? There's a lot. Yeah. Not as many as a school. Right. But I would say about maybe 50 plus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. There's quite a few. That's a lot of people to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> you could really so what do you, have your pick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think you offer as a friend? If you have someone that's your friend, what do you think you bring to the to the friendship? Well, well, we're going to so take just, we're going to take nice right off the top cuz you, you know, that's what you value, so we're going to assume you're that. Right, being nice yeah. to a friend, you know, like listening like if you go over to a friend's house and they want to oh. do something. Yeah. We can also pass some information back and forth about stuff that we like. Cool. Yeah. Oh, stuff you like. I thought you meant other <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So it's not what you do with your friends, Joe. Well, he's passing information back and forth. I'm sorry. I watch a lot of spy TV. It's yeah. Bad. <laughs> so that's cool. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's fun having friends. And then, you know, one of the things that that's always been interesting to me, and we'll get into this, I think a little bit later as we, you know, kind of go back to what we were talking about. But friends, as you get older, no longer do you have that same age range that you have when you're young. Yeah. You know, you know, you do have friends that are older. Yes. I have two friends that are 16 and 14. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. And how old are you? 11? 14? 27? <laughs> 11, almost 12. Okay. Cool. All right. What about like imaginary friends? Did you ever have an imaginary oh, friend? Oh, that's a great one. I never even thought about that. I have ne- I I didn't have an imaginary friend. I never did. Honest. No, me neither. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe it wasn't such a great. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a, a horrible it's a topic. Pipe dream. <laughs> dumb question, Adam. Jesus. But, yeah. The. Uh, How about you, the prodigy? What was the question? Have you had an imaginary friend? Um. When you were a kid. Not like. <laughs> not like last week. Oh, when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, honestly, like an, an, an imag- imaginary friend was never really a big thing for me. Yeah. I would, uh, if anything, I would take like an object and try and make it like Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like that type of situation, like make an action figure come alive or something sure. like that. Well, well, that's just playing. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, getting back to kind of where we were. My bad. Uh, you know, certainly the school friends and the friends that. That continue on beyond that, it's interesting. But then you go, you know, from there, it's work friends. Yeah. You know, unless you have a specific interest that you follow, you know, you can make friends in, you know, sports leagues. Right. You know, city league, you know, basketball, football, whatever. And the... Uh, we're different okay, just we're hobbies getting, in general. We're, we're getting brownies handed out to us now. This is... This is awesome. This is not the brownie podcast, but it's becoming that. Yeah. Oh, we already have. <laughs> but Diane gets a second shout out. But she'll get, yeah. Diane, Heather says, uh, this brownie's for you. It's because this is the Friendship Podcast and she is her bestie. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Creating friends at work uh, can be like kind of tedious. You never, yeah. like for me, the oh, there, there's obviously the first thing like, do I, do I like you? Are you a good person by my standards? Are you someone I want to spend some time with? 
But then there's that whole other factor of like, can you handle, like, can you handle being my friend and, and working with and me? working with me, especially when you get into management, which a lot of us have, mm-hmm. you know, which is especially you know being at the top level of management, it makes it really difficult. I mean, you can be friendly and you know have that kind of work friendship, but yeah, you have to be able to have that balance when it comes to that um, type of relationship. Well, I would say there's no better uh, expert on that matter than than Steve J himself and yourself, actually. Well, on the other end of the Steve J thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, and Jim. It has but, to go both ways, yeah. Joe. I mean, it's not just the fact that he, yes, he had a great outlook on it, and he was able to, you know, maybe help you see how they. I'm the still relationship. here, guys. Well, I'm, I understand that. <laughs> Quiet. But. I don't know, Adam. I, Adam, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off right there because I disagree with you, and I completely agree with Joe. That's, not just that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, because because Joe well, gets no credit. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this. At least on this podcast there, he is the example. Steve J is the example of the best ways and best practices to maintain and establish that separation of personal and work, because he's the number one example for me. He's probably the number one example for Joe, as just stated. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say he's probably the number one example for you as well, unless your number one is my number two and Tony Dungy. But wow. Wow. no, I totally get it. I just I, I just was trying to make the point that that friendship only works if Joe and Jim are have a similar mindset or are able to connect that the dots themselves as well. Because that it could go another way. Dad yeah. could be perfect and and say exactly the right things and make the right choices. But if Joe wasn't there to understand or to see it in that light, then there's no friendship to be had. Because no matter how great Dad is that at that, they can't have that because Joe's not able to keep it professional. Yeah. Or, you know, to the keep best it that example way. of that is the fact that Steve's extended those opportunities to you know, virtually everybody mm-hmm. that's ever worked for him. Right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's the doors open initially. Now, sometimes it shuts pretty fast. So how, so how did you and Jim stand out? Well, you guys, no, no, you we know. didn't stand out. He just, well, you know, totally. You guys are still in his life. Well, yes, because we were, you know, receptive. had something to gain. Exactly. We, we saw that there was a mark <laughs> and kidding. we took it. No, no, it's just, yeah, I guess your point is that you're right. It's a two way street. And I agree with that. <laughs> well, yeah, virtually everything is a two-way street. You know, you you can never do things on your own. But, you know, the the whole point is is that, you know, if you set the tone, which is what I always tried to do, that okay, this is work, and not everybody that I worked with became my friend. But, you know, you see qualities in people, but then you know, being the manager, being the person that's in charge, you kind of have to set the tone with that. You know, anybody no matter how hardworking they are, it's easy, especially if you're younger, to think that maybe you have an advantage by being friends with the boss. Right. Yep. Okay. 100%. And so, you know, you just establish that, you know, no, you know, you, you don't, you know, when we're at work, we're at work and here's the expectations. And the way that to me, the, the key to that working in a work relationship, when you have, when you have people that are at different levels at a company is communication, you know, just being very clear on exactly what is going on. Right. You know, that if, and, and I will, you know, I, I will say that 
you know, certainly in, in Joe's case, he was very respectful of that after a period of time, but it <laughs> took a period of time to, you know, to understand where I was coming from. Well, to be fair, it took me a period of time before I even pulled my head out of my ass in many ways. So, But, you know, that's, you know, the, the key to friendship is communication, mm-hmm. I believe, and both people valuing the friendship. And that is and can be hard to find. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really the key to any relationship yeah, in general. But For sure. And in the case of work, it's it's clear communication. Like you said, it's just being very clear and you don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to be a sociopath. You don't have to flip a switch. You don't have to do anything like that. You just have to clearly communicate, you know, where the boundaries where are the lines? lie. Exactly. Like, and, and oftentimes if you do it right, and I feel this is the way this was what helped why we're still friends, frankly, is, you know, because you're my friend, you know, I can trust you a little bit more to do a better job. Right. right. So yeah. we're friends and I'm not going to take advantage of that and you're not going to take advantage of that, but we're more so on the same page and we can kind of like we're in it together a little bit more. It almost makes you want to work harder for yeah, that person. Exactly. You know, like you, he's going to do what he needs to to make sure that you are getting your paycheck on yeah, time. You sort of got and, each other's you know, back in more totally. than just a professional way if if it's done right. So Right. Yeah. yeah. You can build that well, bond and that trust. Okay. that I think we touched on something that's you know, whether it's work or any other type of relationship, trust. Yeah. You know, friendships, to have a true friendship, to have people that, for me personally, that I call my friends, I trust them. Right. You know, so, you know, being there for them and understanding that, you know, hopefully it's a two-way street because I've always believed that you don't give something in hopes of getting something back. No. You know, the friendship is just simply you you give your friendship and you hope that you get it back. It doesn't always happen, obviously. But, you know, to to get to a point where you want to do something or have somebody's back or, or, or feel strongly about a friendship, you have to trust them. I think that's the basis of it. And then once that's almost like once that's gone, that's almost a deciding factor that someone isn't your friend again. They, they've lose that friend card in their back to like, oh, that's just someone I knew. Or someone I know, or maybe even an old friend, or something. I mean, if if I lose a trust in someone, I'm it's no longer that they're a very close person in my life. Yep, totally. I have a friend that the trust that we have has led me to do some things that I would have never ever done. You know, I tend to, at least out of this group here, blindly be, trust. Yeah, no, I, actually, yeah, absolutely. Like trust fall trust. Like trust fall trust. Um, I have an example to prove that. I did a backpacking trip in the, uh, the my first ever like winter backpacking trip, and it was my third ever backpacking trip that I had, I had ever done. Um, all three have been uh, pretty much planned and led by a guy named Justin, who I was talking about earlier. Super important person to me. Right. Which I mean, I just little fact of Justin is that he does that for a job as he goes on these backpacking trips, There's right? He's a guide or whatever. Uh, I mean, not a guide, but he goes and he, checks out trails, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a trail steward. He does lead some hikes. Um, definitely his bike backpacking leading is not his job, right? Okay. but his job is to be the public face for REI in Northern Arizona. Right. So he's brought a lot of money to some really, really influential uh, projects like Gear Girls and uh, Grand Canyon Youth and the Oak Shed, uh, oh, sorry, the Oak Creek uh, Watershed Council. Nice. Some really, really cool things. And um, so he got me into backpacking and 
plans out these trips and uh, my third backpacking trip up in the San Francisco peaks, which is the mountain range in Flagstaff. Um, we went up and, uh, we had a late snow in the season. So there's still tons of snow and, um, three of the main four peaks in, uh, the San Francisco range, you can only legally summit when they're covered in snow. So that was a big mission is to get up on Mount Agassiz, uh, and the very, very top of it, which is the predominant mountain that you see from mm-hmm. inside of Flagstaff. And we're coming up the backside of this mountain and we're snowshoeing up. And I'd never like winter camped before. So like we're pitching tents and everything and we're just on top of snow and we're up on the saddle of the, you know, right. I got to the right of me. I got the second highest peak in all of Arizona and to the left of me, I got, uh, you know, the fourth highest peak in, in Arizona and I'm sitting on the saddle between of them looking over Flagstaff and we had just snowshoed up from the inner basin here and we're looking up at, you know, Mount Agassiz. I'm thinking like, okay, we got to get on top of that. You know, we're on the saddle of it and it's still way high up there. And, um, we end up starting going up this backside of the mountain and I take a step and about eight feet all around me of the snow slides into the, into the ground, like into the mountain about two inches and then down the mountain about five inches. So looks like an avalanche. Yeah. I have no knowledge of snow conditions. How to handle that. How to handle that. How to self-arrest. We didn't go over any of this stuff. Wait a second. You stop your heart in that situation? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue, please. So so we're just going up. and, and, And the very first person in this line of people is Justin. And he's just paving the trail. And so I'm just like terrified of the snow. And thinking that, oh, it's just going to all slide down. I'm going to tumble down with it. I'm going to tumble down with it. And so the only solace is like, okay, let me make it over to the the lava rock. And I'll scramble up the rock. Because rock scrambling is easy. And like you get over to the lava rock. I get my snowshoes off. I take one step. And like with one step, none of the lava rock on top moves. But you can just hear so many pieces of rock falling. Where? Exactly. Why? And so I, lo- I look up and I, and I see Justin and uh, he's turning around. He's waving his hands at me and trying to motion to me to let me know that the lava rock is not the place to go. Oh, and I have to go back to this shifting snow on me. Um, so in all honesty, the situation wasn't dire at all. We weren't in risk of having an avalanche or anything like that. But I was so scared because I just didn't know. Yeah, freaked the, o- you out. the only thing that I did know is that Justin was up ahead of me. And he was still going, so I had to trust that where he was going was the right place for me to then yeah. follow in suit. And we ended up getting on top of this mountain. It's the coolest walk I have ever had. Is walking across the saddle of that mountain, or like uh, the, the sorry the the main peak ridgeline uh-huh. on top of that mountain, completely caked in snow. Definitely walking on like this little snow overhang, you know. And then I like to think of it right now because. When it comes down to it, what I was walking on isn't there. Right. It was just that snow buildup on top of this ridgeline. And if I wanted to go back, you know, in the summer or anything like that, or even on a different winter, what I had walked on was just going to so be completely different. you were walking different. with your feet off the ground. Walking on air. I think there's a movie there. <laughs> I uh, like it. Uh, I have a question because sure. I, yeah. I recently watched a video that I found on the computer. Uh, did you get naked at the top? 
Yeah. Oh, because you said you were going to in the video. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was actually one of the big things because, like I had mentioned, Mount Agassiz is. Did the, you take a picture with a big group of people? I did. Um, there's a whole that there, you know. Yeah, there's a story. There's another story. There's a whole story there. Totally. But, but but the one of the missions. Oh, and sorry, Alex. He went inside. So with sorry, Alex. <laughs> one of the big missions of that trip was to get on top of Mount Agassiz, which you can only get on top of with snow, and it's the main mountain that everybody looks up in Flagstaff. So we wanted to get on top of it, strip down naked, and moon Flagstaff with basically like a big screw y'all. We're up here. You're down there with yeah. a, with the big moon. Look look at look at my bare bum well and there's i mean it's almost a guarantee there's anywhere between 30 and 450 people looking at that moment exactly yeah, yeah. And that, so that that was a big that was a big hope and those numbers are, are actually pretty accurate so. yeah <laughs> you know there's even like another friend that went on that trip that thanks adam i only i only see him when we go and do backpacking trips that's really the only time that I ever see James is yeah. when it comes time that we go and we're all doing a backpacking trip together. And every time I see him, like there's never that instant of thought. And this is a different, another thing to possibly riff on and definitely feel with TJC over here is, you know, I've known him a fair share of my life. The vast majority. Very. At this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've known you more, more years of being alive than, you know, when I, when I haven't been way and, uh, more. Closing in on eighty percent of your life, <laughs> yeah. But but even even with that, you know, as the like my relationship obviously with you as a child is very different from what my relationship was with you as a coworker, and you know, in the friendship that we have now. But I think you're you're a perfect example of somebody that every time I see you, I never think like, oh man, I really. <laughs> This is a funny way to put it. Fine. Every time I see you, I never think like, "Oh man, I really should be texting you more." Or no, I know. No. <laughs> or like, it's like, all fine. Or like, yeah, like I need, I need, I need to call uh, Joe once a week to check up oh, on things. It's like, it's hey, like man. you guys left off, and nothing exactly. is different. Like, nothing's you know, it's different. There's no obligation to be like, dude, yeah, we should get together more often, or yeah. any weirdness. It was like, like you guys it's, should. It was like 100%, you guys saw each other I'm yesterday. Super thankful to see you. Yeah. Like this is cool right now is what's real and happening. And yep. I feel like those are the pickup where you left. Those off. are the best friendships. Those, those are really the, are. Those yeah. are the real friendships. Those really are. When I saw your text, Adam, earlier about, oh, by the way, the prodigy is going to be there. I mean, I just got a little extra spring in my step. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and again, you know, friendships that last and friendships that come and go, you know, there's there's just a lot of different reasons. But there's a story I want Joe to tell of oh, of something that you did recently that I don't know what this is. Just seemed really cool. All right, I'm I'm blanking out. You so did one you, cool thing recently. I I do so many. <laughs> you and Lonnie got in a plane. Oh, duh. How could I possibly forget I'm not that? quite sure uh, how you didn't. So, right yeah, that. so Lonnie who's been brought up on the podcast <laughs> That's is, why he has is, you, Dad. is my childhood buddy who lives about three and a half miles down the street from me now, and we've been and what age lifelong you, friends. What age? Is, I'm sorry, did you just say that? Nope. What age? Just said childhood. Uh, six, I think, is when I met him, and then we didn't become fast friends until we were about nine or ten. What uh, what what uh what grade is that as far as schooling? Third, fourth, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we uh, <laughs> so we decided we were just hanging out at his house, and he just said, "Hey, we should." We text. We have a group text with another childhood friend of ours. Dallas is his name. And he lives in Iowa. And we haven't seen him since we left high school or maybe the year after or something like but that. But you still text with him all the yeah, time? Yeah, we text back and, the, and forth. And this was in high, in 
In California, did you yeah, say that? Yeah, Northern California, yep. Grew yeah. up in Northern California in the forest. I'm sorry. Tiny little town. <laughs> no, just kidding. It was actually pretty sweet. <laughs> and then I had to bail immediately. But uh, So anyway, we text back and forth. And so Lonnie and I are just sitting there. And, you know, Dallas, he really, he puts forth the effort. He initiates all these group texts. He's always reaching out to us. He's always the one. We blah, 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 blah. And Lonnie's like, well, why don't we just go see him? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, just go, just go to Iowa. He's like, yeah, all right, let's go. And he's like, okay, let's go. Let's go see Dallas. And so we just decided instead of this being yet another, you know, drunken decree that gets, you know, washed away with a hangover the following morning, we were actually going to do it. And so like the, not the next day, cause we did have hangovers, but the day after, uh, I forget who called who, but we like cemented it and we said, we're doing it. And then I just went on and looked up air and we went and we did it. And that's awesome. We surprised him. We took video of it. I haven't fully edited it cause Lonnie wants to be involved and he's busy, but, uh, we're going to have a video anytime about the whole trip and it I can't was, wait to see it, so what I, go ahead see what was your, well, it, the, the way I understand it is that, you know, you, you guys just showed up. Yeah, he and we're had sitting no idea. sitting on his porch when yeah. he came home from work one day. Yeah, on a Friday. So you hadn't seen him in how many years? Twenty five years, at least. And there's no word, no whisper, no anything, and all of a sudden you're on his porch. We're on his porch. He's just so. So I hadn't really made. Did you an have effort a GoPro to, set up on like two. <laughs> uh, I hadn't really made an effort to stay in contact with with Dallas, even though he was one of my best childhood friends. You know. Yeah. And just, you know, it just happens. There's a handful of people that were my best childhood friends who I don't talk to. Anyway, no animosity, nothing, just grew apart. So, but he reached out via text probably six, seven years ago. And then just kind of periodically he would reach out. And then slowly, you know, Lonnie and I would reciprocate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uncircumstantially, he was getting you know, a hold of you. Yeah. And, he and was, that was what was awesome. He was and, thinking about you yep, in moments of his life. Or absolutely. Just like you and the up. tone of his texts were always like, man, I really that miss you guys. Volumes. I really miss you guys. And man, we had some good times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it totally. was like, you're, you know what? You're damn he right. He was reminiscing. He was absolutely moments. reminiscing, probably over a drink or two. Totally. Yep. But, uh, stories so of- anyway, he recently had uh, a kid. He had a baby boy. He's got an older daughter who he had with his first marriage and she's, I think 18 and we met her for the first time, which was cool. But, uh, yeah, he's got this six month old baby boy or whatever, eight month old baby boy. And so, you know what? We just said, let's, let's go meet Dal's family and see Dal and in his little podank town in red Oak, <laughs> Iowa. And, uh, you know what? Red Oak, Iowa is pretty darn cool. We went, we showed up on his porch, like you said, uh, he was surprised. I wasn't sure. I really wasn't sure what to expect. You didn't even know if he was going to be home. We well, we man, so that would have been so to, great if you were on the wrong porch. I reached out to his girl, his uh, girlfriend slash baby mama on oh, uh, on okay. uh, Facebook. I figured out who she she was <laughs> via pictures. Investigative work is what that's called. Exactly. Nice stalked her, in other words, and uh, reached out to her and she was immediately receptive, which was the first weight off my shoulders. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you know, I don't know what to expect. I don't really even know Dallas anymore other than via text. Yeah. And so then when we were there, he, uh, he was surprised and he was delighted and it all went so perfectly. And we played golf the next day and we hung out and we got way too drunk 
and we grilled big steaks, the biggest steaks I've ever seen in together. my life. We did. We indeed did cry together. Nice. It was fantastic. It was everything I could have ever hoped for. And it's, yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of that immediately when you brought up I was a little podcast. surprised <laughs> when you looked at me with this vague face going, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I have so many amazing moments. No, for sure. It sounds <laughs> no, for so many friends. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, only for 25 years. Uh, no. No, you're right. That. For for the friends podcast that I should have popped into my head immediately, but no, yeah, but that's just an cool. awesome story, and that's very cool. You know, that's one of those things that you just do. You know, I mean, why not? Exactly. I mean, that's we just looked at each other and and it was like, yeah, well, let's just go do it. Let's yeah. do it, and we yeah. Did. Adam and I did a trip, I mean, kind of similar, similar to that. Yeah. yeah. And and not even that long ago. It was and it was actually funny because it was, uh, it was uh, my, my good we friend saw Dallas. That's, <laughs> you yeah, went to yeah. Iowa? Yeah, yeah we, we were on his porch. <laughs> we did it before you actually. So you guys know. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, coincidence, but. His uh, wife was receptive of the yeah. idea. <laughs> no, but my, and my. And got pregnant. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend's uh, wife actually got a hold of me and wanted us to come up for his birthday up in yeah. Portland. So we, we actually flew up there and, um, it was funny because, uh, he walked in, we, we had it all set up where he was going to come home from work and, and we were just going to be there for the weekend. And, um, he walked in, I think he saw you, right? Yeah. And, and he was just like, wait, 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 no, if you're here, then, then he turns around, where's that? Where's, and then I like come around the corner and it was a great moment. We have it on video. It's on Facebook, but Oh nice. But yeah. It was very I always remember that trip as a spur of the moment totally. thing. Cause I like I remember distinctly I was in Mammoth, California, on a mountain biking trip. And the next day I was going to rent like a full downhill bike instead of just using the bike that I had brought. Yeah. And, you know, go like full gear and everything and really try and do some bigger trails. And then you called and they're like, Hey, do you want to go to Oregon? And I was just immediately, you know, Stacia's going to pay for our plane tickets and we can go. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And then that moment I decided I'm not renting a bike. I'm saving this $150 and now we're going to go to Oregon. And cause we have to rent a car and we got to do all these, all these other things. It was just like, it was like that next week. We were just going. She was just like, "Hey, can you can you do this spur of the moment?" And it was super fun. Yeah, it so was. So Stacia is your your buddy's wife slash girlfriend, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. They're married. They actually they they're expecting. They have a yeah. It's a little girl, right? Yep. Yeah, they got a little girl on the way. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's always been just like, and I'm gonna bring it up again because it's it's my favorite thing about friendship. And when I heard that's what we were talking about tonight, the best thing about friendship is getting to share your friends and people that you love with other people that you love, you know, like that's, that's my relationship with, with Aaron, you know, Aaron is Adam's childhood best friend and he's super important to me, you know, and I, I, I get Joe introduced, you know, from my, from my dad and get this, you know, great friend. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm was in Ian's, you know, wedding party mm -hmm. and you know, yeah, he's your best friend, but yet I have connected with him so much that, I would easily consider him one of my best, you know, best friends out there. Yeah, I, I definitely would think like, or really feel that like my my personal big, best and biggest accomplishments in life are bringing people together. Are, yeah, are bringing people together. Like list like number one through five things I'm most proud of are intimate or like or like really 
powerful relationships that people have that I've been able to help facilitate at least at the beginning. That you have helped you know, they manifest. Yeah, like they've cultivated them themselves. We just threw out some big words. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. That's, that's a lot. I'm going to sit back on These are my some, boys, by the way. Need some perspective you know, on oh, that, all everything we've no, been talking yeah. about. We're all getting a little thirsty. I haven't drank this much whiskey in a while. Goddamn thesaurus going on over here. I tried to. I have actually have my own thesaurus. Well, I, I have my own stegosaurus at home. <laughs> Steve will just edit in the right word right there. No, I no, really I never do. <laughs> I I never do. I won't, I won't win my cherries if he That's, does that. Exactly, he doesn't win cherries if uh, I if so. I get in there and and fix his uh, his ability to create new words. Well, that's they're all in my thesaurus. Okay, so you know, again, you know, kind of when we start talking about this and and we talk about age differences, and as you get older, they fade away. Yeah, You know, if you're a sophomore in high school, you may have a friend that's a senior, maybe. Well, and that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, but that's a huge deal. That's yeah. a couple years different. There's circumstance in that situation. And, but as you get older, now I, you know, the, the people I count as my best friends are almost all way younger than me. Yeah. When, you know, I mean, John Casper's younger than me. Well, it just, I come, have one friend. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. I have one friend that actually is getting close to what you would call old and that's bob gafonia bob gafonia getting close to what you would call he's like 90 no no <laughs> no he's in his mid 80s or upper 80s he's or 88 well, when you're 88. when you're growing up and you're in high school the difference between 16 and 18 what you change and what you go through is crazy so i mean as far as the friendships you can make if you're as freshman to a, a senior that what you learn and what you go through is different yeah then then if but you're we already 30 covered to that 40. then between the the, the <laughs> no, difference between saying. 86 and like 88 in, i know you guys already said that. i'm just in. i just want i just want to throw this in there because i can't picture bob gafonia's face in my mind and if you showed me three people and said hey which one of these is bob gafonia i couldn't picture him out but every single time that i hear steve J say bob it's always followed by Gafonia. <laughs> and it just makes me think of Dumb and Dumber. And the answer is so, always yes. Yeah. It makes from, me it makes me from think Cranston? of Cranston. Exactly. Ex <laughs> exactly. It's it's that oh, yeah. Bob from Cranston? I mean, oh, yeah, I know her. I mean, I, mean, I remember I, you talking I remember about her. Talking about him. Felcher <laughs> from Cranston? <laughs> uh I feel like uh, I have hey. a relationship with Bob Gafonia just just from totally. up his name. Yeah. All right, <laughs> went sideways in a hurry. You're welcome, <laughs> Cranston. I like Friends. Yeah, uh, it was a good show. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watch Band of Brothers and see David Schwimmer's character, and that kind of ruins Ross for me. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. I used to think that like Ross just decided to like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna toughen up. I'm gonna join the military in World War II. That was yeah. pretty bad. Hi ho silver. I actually <laughs> thought that's what you meant by this podcast initially. We're gonna talk about friends. Talking I was about like friends. sweet. I've yeah. seen every episode like five times. Have you really though? Yeah, that's really that's have. about a, a fifteen minute podcast. I <laughs> run dry pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know how many times I'm supposed to say pivot, but <laughs> As many as you want. Man. That's all I got. So, okay. You know, friendship that it comes in so many different forms. You know, it's different to each person. 
I kind of get the sense, you know, just by listening to us, you know, and I'm, of course I'm pretty familiar with you guys, uh, that friendship means a lot to us. I don't know that it does to everybody. Well, I think, I think, people, well, I think it does, but maybe some people aren't very good at it or I don't know. Well, maybe they just, they, they feel that it's, it's different. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. It's, it's hard for me to rationalize, you know, some people that, that call someone a friend and then some of the things they do. It's like people that have trust issues or, or with anyone. There. Like they just grew up and maybe they just had a yeah, bad childhood. Yeah. So they just have trust issues. Yeah. So it's hard for them to really truly give themselves right. to I mean, someone that isn't family. Some we've people all, just have a personality disorder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all, <laughs> but we all have those guys that are great to hang out with when you're with them. And they're, you know, it's all about, oh yeah, let's do this. Oh yeah, let's take this trip. Let's do that. And then, you know, the next time you see them, they're like, what? You know, mm. it, it, you know, and I, I'm the kind of guy that I'm sitting here planning this trip. I'm like, yeah. okay, let's get this going. Okay. I can get this going and we should do this and we should go there and we should take this, you know? And they're like, okay, well, I, I guess I don't understand. You took something different away from our relationship than I did. You know, I felt like we were talking about going and doing something and all of this. And you were just like, that would be fine. But yeah, it, it's so, neither here nor there. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting when you have that kind of miscommunication when it comes to maybe friendship or mis, uh, misunderstanding, you know, or where somebody thinks that you are becoming closer of a friend or they're, you know, attaching to you more than than you are to them. You know, they're connecting with you and they see you and they want to be that close friend, but you're not on that level with them that happens from time to time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really hard situation to have to deal with because you have to almost let them down. It's like breaking up with someone, you know, even though you're not, you know, dating. Well, see, now you're talking about it. Like you're the cool guy. And, and yeah, everybody <laughs> wants to be with you. No, 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 no. It's I, for anyone, even if it was like someone, like someone would have to break up with me, you know, and, and, and Hypothetically, yeah, I mean, if, they, if, weird, it, bizarre if that was the case that they, you know, you know, I was attached to them more than they were to me, you know, so <laughs> woo, woo sorry. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, this is going to be fun to edit. I'm so, I, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> oh, that's what friends are for. Yeah. And sons. I just, uh, I want to shout out to Tor real quick because I haven't mentioned him at all and he's my best friend since preschool. So you guys had him on the podcast, right? Yeah. Trevor, yeah. Trevor the Red. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor the Red. Yeah. yeah. He's been on a couple times actually. Yeah. Was he the cat tree guy or no? Totally the yeah. cat tree guy. Totally he's, the cat tree yeah. guy. He, cool. yeah. He went through that one with us. So he's got, uh, he's got pics on the website. He's got some credibility going on. Yeah. Mm. That's for sure. Nice. Well, he knows his way behind the mic. Sorry, I'm watching Heather battle a moth. Yeah. Well. Yeah, she's losing. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> it's, well. She's trying to wrestle it to the ground now. Just hold out for 90 more seconds. The round will be over. It's almost tapping out. It's almost tapping out. I can see it. Okay, so anybody have any other thoughts on friendship? Oh, I did, and then I forgot them. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I have another thought about friendship. Um, I feel like the biggest issue that I end up uh, having with friends and like, like truly intimate friends, you know, we've talked a lot about the different landscapes that friends can really um, portray and all the way from school to work and forced environments, people that you choose forest environments, forced and forest and forest. Okay. I came from, I came from the trees, my friend. I can understand that. But uh, I, I feel like I get into trouble a lot when it comes to expectations with friends. 
Um, you know, I mentioned earlier I, something that I really appreciate about my friendship with TJC is that there is no expectations. There's just I set a low bar. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a just, really good point. Just like I'm when when I when I see Joe, I'm just thankful for the time that's spent, and it can be really demoralizing for a friendship when you you know, for example, plan a trip and there's even the smallest bit of expectation that like okay. Just come on this trip that I've completely planned and told you everything that you need and you have everything that you need. All you have to do is come with me. And then it's like, oh, well, even the slightest and smallest expectation isn't met. And that can be really detrimental to a friendship. Um, you know, I've had friendships recently that have crumbled more or less because, you know, my expectation was one thing and I felt like it wasn't met. And now I feel betrayed, mm -hmm. you know? And then just even having a relationship with no expectations can merit so much uh, greatness. So you guys have any thoughts about like what you like, what do you expect? Like what's a reasonable expectation for somebody that you want to truly call a friend? Like as an adult, not by forced environment, what, what's an expectation you have of a friend? I think it's, uh, I mean, one thing that I have an expectation for a friend is them for them not to put me in a situation that I would be uncomfortable Mm. You know, I think that it's just like that. It's the, looking out for my best interests, I guess. In that, in in that instance, it's it's, um, you know, if friends can, you know, whether it's putting you in the middle of a certain situation or you know expecting certain things of you or different things like that. I mean, um, that that for me is something that I look for. Yeah, I like. Uh, so it's weird. And Steve, you've talked about the difference in friendships as you grow and get older and how it goes. And right now. Where I'm at in my life is as a as a parent, right? <clears throat> so you talked about earlier with friends of your kids' friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. or your your kids' friends' parents rather. Yeah. But the other part about that is with my friends, being a parent, it's it's a little bit, you know, you get a little bit busier and you got a little bit more going on. So you're a not, little bit? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, really. For me it is. It's I think it's a lot of it's I mean, significant amount it's more. Quite a but, bit. So anyway, you're busier and you got more going on. And so you don't sit around worrying about what kind of friends you have, especially at my age, because I've already got the friends I've got. If I make new friends, that's fine. But I'm not out looking to make new friends. And it doesn't happen that often anymore. But it's mostly just, you know, like Lonnie, the aforementioned Lonnie, we, and it's to Zach's point, we don't give a crap whether or not we talk to each other for whatever amount of time. There's never an issue there. Nobody's sitting around going, I really need to go to Holani. He's not thinking about that about me. Our schedules are what they are. And when we can get together, we generally do because we're the best friends, right? So like we just, it just happens or it doesn't happen. And when we see each other, we enjoy our time together. And that's what's valuable to me in a friendship is there really aren't expectations. Aside from specific agreements that you make, of course, like if there's an arrangement, then you... That's different, but I'm just in general, I don't have expectations and I don't have friends that expect anything from me. We're all living our lives and when we get together, it's great. It's a lack of neediness. Yeah, exactly. It's so and they're, yeah. And when you're younger, they're not codependent. They're when you're younger, like you guys, and, and you tell me, uh, of course, but when I was younger, my friends were everything. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Nope. They, they were my life. In our yep. lives. Yeah, yeah. They were my life. Yeah. And right now, they're not my life. They're a great part of my life. The friends that I have, they're a wonderful part of my life. And it would be diminished by magnitudes if I didn't have friends, for sure. But, 
you know, I, I still have my family and that's priority. So it's a different, it's a different dynamic. Just like, would you say that difference is your, like your age and your maturity and where, uh, and like how old you are now? Or is that difference that you have a wife, you have, you know, you, you have kids. Yeah. You know, you like priorities are different. That's it. It's the family. It, the, the priorities because of the family it's it happened to my friends when i was leaving high school mm-hmm. some of them were already knocking up girls and getting married and starting families and they weren't hanging out anymore yeah, the winners <laughs> the, the real winners i would mm-hmm. yeah i would say though that, yeah. <laughs> that friendships are necessary in, in in life for sure so like if you don't have those close friendships i think it is important to be actively searching for friendship i don't know like i mean whether that's just like going and doing things and trying to be social i think I agree that's with an that. important part even that, as someone with a family I, I totally agree with that well and i mean i especially you know for me you know me and and my girlfriend are both i'm are, we're both introverts as much as i'm i have my own podcast and i can talk and i you know it put me in a situation that's social make up words I won't, I won't, you know, the best of cower down, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to be part of it, but I consider myself an introvert and, you know, with her, but you know, we still, I think it's important for both of us to be able to have, you know, that kind of connection outside of, um, you know, you know, romantic relationships or friendships and that yeah, kind of stuff. It, for sure. It's, it's real important in a relationship, especially before you have a family, because you can't just be sitting there staring at each other all day. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, exactly. It's that doesn't work. You have to have your social lives with your friends and exactly. Yeah. And, it, and there's there's things that friends are going to tell you that family and, you know, other people aren't going to, you know, or just acquaintances, you know. I mean, there's you need that almost uh, you know, people to to keep you in check. Yeah. You know, and I think friends friends do that better than well, I wouldn't say better than anyone. I think friend family does that the best, but I think that the f- <laughs> fr- friends friends is is like the is right there. You know, nice, it's well, nice recovery. And it, yeah, you know, once again, it's you know to say friends and friendship when we you know I came up with the the idea of this podcast, it can go a million different ways as the podcast has. Yeah, because it's so hard to to you know to to quantify or qualify exactly what a friend is. Yeah, because it is. Like we talked so about, subjective. you know, it's, it's the lack of neediness. It's somebody that you can trust somebody for me. It's somebody that gives back to the relationship reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're not just the guy that's always right. You know, it has to be back and forth making things happen. Yeah, exactly. You know, the driving force behind it that, you know, you'd like to think that you have friends out there that one day will show up on your porch. You know, you have, you like to think that you have friends that, that, you know, when you're, you're in a, a vulnerable situation on the side of a mountain, you can look at them and the reassurance you get just seeing them there, you know, you're okay. Right. Well, who are you the know, people, is, you know, will jump in the proverbial foxhole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I, th- I think and that's what literally put their lives. That's what on we're all looking for. You know, and it's just appreciating that. And I think more than anything about this podcast for me, it's just, it's, it's celebrating the friendship, you know, the friendship I have with you, Joe, mm-hmm. known you for a long time. And I value your friendship, you know, the friendships that I have created, you know, that, that Zach has brought me into, or Adam has brought me into, you know, with, um, Josh, you know, I consider him a good friend with Ryan's goose, you know, Ryan, uh, Tor. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just different people that, that I've come in contact with that I really like and that are good people. And I would like to think that they considered me friends as well. 
mm-hmm. you know, and not, I mean, I've done this before, but not to get too like deep and sentimental about it, but, um, you know, something we haven't, I mean, talked about too much, but it's like friendships within family. And, and I think that one thing that's really stood out, I know to Zach and I in our lives and as we've become adults is that your ability to actually befriend us and and to 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 have that kind of level where it's not just you're our parent um and of course you are and you feel that role very very well but it's that you are deeply our friend you know and and we could we could come to you for things and and we can you know all these things that we've talked about you know apply to you you look out for us you're selfless and you know it's not just you're there to be our parent, but you're there to be our friend and you're there to help us through things. And that's very rare. I, I think, I mean, I, I don't know a lot of people that have as close relationship and as like that kind of friendship with, with their parent. And, oh, what, and, true. and what it does is like for me, I have this recognition that friendship, like you don't just have friends. Somebody just isn't a friend. A friendship is an aspect of your relationship that you have with someone. It's a trust level, I the, think. The, the, yeah, the best friendships that I have, uh, all of those people, friendship is a part of my relationship with them. Right. Uh, you know, I have, you know, whether it just be your, your co-worker as well, or, um, you know, you, or, or, or even not above a, co- a co-worker. Or a romantic. A, a, yeah, or, or romantic, or a cohort, or, um, a, you know, a peer having other aspects to your relationship um, and then being able to, take note of the friendship within that and where the friendship comes up um truly because a a lot of people that i'll label as just a friend is you know i'll want to just think of the good happy things about them but that's a that's something you know exactly what adam's talking about and you know it's funny that we we were having this conversation earlier this month when you came to visit me in flagstaff Mm -hmm. is that like I'm going to continue to learn things, you know, from you for the rest of my life. You're my father. That's that's a part of it, but like your parenting of me is more it, it's 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 done. Yeah, it's done. It, yeah. It, it's it's 28 it's not or there. whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm tw- I'm 27, okay? 20, that's I'm not what I said. I'm not old. I said 27. Wait, I'm 29. So Roll back the tape. I said 27. Okay. Um, yeah, no, but I, I'm I'm, tw- I'm 27 year old guy and at at this point in life, if I didn't want to have a friendship with you, the parenting would be over. the The fatherhood is more or less over. If we don't want to have a friendship, then there's yeah, kind of the relationship is sort of it, it's yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's bare bones well, at I, best. Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 run its course, but yeah. that's not anywhere close to like what our relationship is. Yeah, it's good. Well, I, I appreciate that's that. That's the smartest thing you've ever said, by the way, Zach. <laughs> the, 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 that friendship is just an element of your relationship with even your best friend in the world. Yeah. It's yeah. your friendship is just part of your relationship. Totally. It's a big part with some people and whatever. Right. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's huge. No, I really appreciate that uh, from from you guys. It means a lot to me. You know, you know, Adam and Zach, both of you, you know, you're you know, as you guys have gotten older and I've made the point before that, you know, my raising of you you know, kind of ended. You're adults now, so I'm an advisor, I guess is the term that I use. Consultant. Consultant. <laughs> you know, I'm there for the you. Hired gun. Yeah. But, but the relationship that that we have have built over the years and we do have a lot of fun together. And I do yeah. you know, there's there's definitely friendship in our relationship now. So uh, yeah, I think that's uh we could talk for another couple hours. For sure. About really this. Could. There's a lot of things, you know, our Facebook friends really friends. 
um, you know, that could be its own podcast. Exactly. There's just oh, so yeah. many different things, different avenues we could take. Short this. answer. No, wait. Yeah. All right. It's nuanced. Damn it. <laughs> Once again, I'm not going to go too long into the, uh, Amazon thing, but there's a, you know, the button, click on the button, go to Amazon, buy stuff, support That's us. That's what we need. Yeah. It's at the bottom of, uh, the jubitake.com. Yeah, exactly. It's easy. Right, I heard back. the shout out on the last one for Shim. Oh yeah. 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 Did you get, did you see the, the pennies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. We actually have a few dollars that we can. That's awesome. We can look I'll into spending. Know. You know, That's I, cool. Joe, I want you to know I haven't seen anything. So, by the way, <laughs> we haven't been able to figure out how to cash it in yet, but we've think, seen it in the account. I think that uh, I don't know. We can talk about that off air. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate all you guys, and if you want, there's going to be more perspectives later. Who are the good ones? The good ones of today. Point them out to me so I can come and join their way. We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing weak for this we will not stand. I say let's progress in good contest. Make conference then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high. Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Creating a new faction. Taking action. Working hard just for the satisfactions. With the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen.